The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, your dear pastor and I share something in common. We both grew up in our childhoods on the muddy shores of Saginaw Bay, Lake Huron, up in Michigan, which means there was never ever a time in my life when I cannot remember fishing. How old was I when I figured out that a man can catch some serious bluegills with just a stick, a line, and a hook and a piece of cord? But eventually, you want to go out to the big water where the real keepers are, and that means upgrading your stick pole for a Zebco rod and reel with a perch rig and the, the hundreds of keepers that I caught in my childhood until the walleyes moved into Saginaw Bay. Now you really needed to upgrade the tackle, the Hottentots, and crawler harnesses, trolling behind the boat. And finally, I was probably in my mid-30s when I discovered salmon fishing, where you took literal cannonballs and dropped them down deep to where the big ones lurk. Never a time in my life when I can't remember fishing. Fortunately for me, for fishing, you really only need to do two things. You need to know this. Where are the fish? And second, what kind of hook is going to get a fish in the boat? Brothers and sisters at Faith Sharpsburg, your Lord Jesus knows how to fish. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Jesus is now going to go and fish, not for perch, but for people. Not with a hook that would drag men face first into a boat, but with a gospel net that will fish for the hearts and souls of humanity. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, with people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. It's just an average day in Capernaum, a beach, boats on the shore, village fishermen fixing their nets for the next night's fishing work. But this wasn't your average day in Capernaum. Over here, the brothers Peter and Andrew and their friends James and John, they were doing the business of catching fish while just down the beach, the Lord Jesus is busy throwing a net for the hearts of human beings. 
And suddenly there are so many people in that school of humanity around the Lord Jesus that in order to preach to more and throw the net out to more, he commandeers Peter's boat and asks him to put out to shore, off ashore, just a ways. Why? Because ask any dad that's ever tried to fish with three and four-year-olds on a quiet lake at night, sound carries exceedingly well over the water. Well, Jesus is throwing out the net of the word. And he was catching keepers that day. Which was much better than what Peter and Andrew and James and John could say because the night before they, they had gotten skunked. And so it was right then that the carpenter from the highlands of Galilee proceeded to give the fishermen of Capernaum a little bit of advice. Here it is. Put out into deep water and let the nets down for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. What Jesus told them to do didn't make a bit of sense to these seasoned fishermen. Jesus ever tell you anything that's kind of hard to believe every now and then? I got a couple for you. Jesus teaches you that precisely because you believe in him, you can expect persecution to come in this life. How's that work when the creator of the cosmos is supposedly in your corner? Or I've got another one for you. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Prayer changes things. But, but how's that work when God already knows what's going to happen? Or, Jesus says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Scripture teaches that in giving, we truly are blessed. That sounds like fuzzy math if I've ever heard it. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. God creating, God knowing everything, God predestining, God becoming one of us and the babe in Bethlehem's barn, none of it really kind of adds up to human sense. But Jesus still teaches it. So will we today go out into the deep water with Peter at the Lord Jesus' invitation because his word beckons and calls us? Or will we simply be content this morning to hang out on the beach and kick around a bit in the sand of skepticism and maybe build a sandcastle of doubt or two? Well, what did Peter do? Because you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. What did they do? They put their fishermen's know-how to rest and simply listened to what Jesus told them with the ears of faith. And what a difference that makes. When according to fishermen's know-how, the night before they were skunked, but according to Jesus, when they should have gotten nothing, when they should have been skunked, the boats are full to overflowing. Turns out that the Creator, who one day would walk on those same waters of Galilee, also knew all about fish that swam in those waters. And the nets were full. Why? 
Well, it turns out the carpenter did know how to fish. No. Maybe it was fisherman's luck. No. Maybe it was fisherman's know-how, right hook, right depth. No. It was the power of Jesus' word. The same Jesus that would tell those stormy waters one day, quiet, be still, and it was calm as glass, is the same powerful word that sent Galilee's keepers swimming for the nets rather than away from them. Brothers and sisters, you are a people with full nets. The family sitting in the pews next to you. The house that kept you warm last night. This house of God you sit in right now. The fine pastor and vicar that serve you. The Bible with your name on the front of it and God's word to you in it. The saving meal that will be served you a little later in this service. Health, wealth, home, country. All yours. All gifts. All grace. All God's goodness to you. You doubt your nets are full? Anyone here struggle figuring out where you're going to put all the stuff you got for Christmas this year because turns out the cupboards are full and the closet's full and, and the fridge can't hold any more leftovers? Brothers and sisters, the nets are full. You are a people that are richly blessed. So what should our reaction be? What was Peter's reaction to the bursting nets? Listen. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all of his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Does Peter's reaction surprise you a bit? I mean, this was the catch of a lifetime. Wouldn't you have expected Peter to go down to the corner cafe in Capernaum and brag about his catch with his buddies over a cup of coffee? We would expect that. Or maybe you would expect Peter to, to walk up to Jesus and shake his hand or fist bump him or pat him on the back and say, way to go, Lord. Well, he does come to Jesus. And then he falls on his knees trembling. Go away, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Jesus' goodness highlighted in Peter's mind his sinfulness. And the full nets highlighted the emptiness of Peter's heart. Which then Jesus put straight with three simple gospel words. Ready? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Because Peter, it's time for a little bit of a midlife change of vocation for you. The fisherman is now to become a fisher of men. The hook, it's time to trade it in for the book. And so it was. Come, follow me, Jesus said. I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. 
And at that moment, they stepped into the fulfillment of prophecy in living color. Can you imagine what their eyes saw? What their ears heard? As Jesus dealt with the worst that devil and world can offer, one sermon, one teaching session, one healing touch at a time. That in the darkness of the world, a saving light has dawned. Go away, Lord. We are a sinful people. Are you sinful this morning? Are you weak today? Brothers and sisters, may I encourage you to tell the Lord Jesus something he doesn't already know which is precisely why the saving light of Jesus has dawned in your heart. Which is precisely why this morning you have value as God's people. Without Jesus, we had the value of a fish, just swimming randomly in life here and there. But when the gospel net caught you, what value you have that you are precious in the fisherman's sight, so much so that he was willing not only to fish for you, but he was willing to die for you so he could have you hook, line, and sinker in his boat. Still today, he says to you, right here, right now, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. But then be ready this morning for one final little lesson. I tell the men at the seminary that it's often the little words of Scripture, sometimes the overlooked words in Scripture that pack some big content for us. See if you can hear it here. At once they left their nets and followed him. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. We don't get the sense that Peter and Andrew, James and John took the time to put the boat and the fishing gear up for sale on, on Facebook Marketplace. We don't hear that they gathered one final going away party for everyone there of all their family and friends in the village of Capernaum before they went off on their, on their life of discipleship following the Lord Jesus. No. The boats will be okay. The nets, they can hang there for a time. Mom and Dad, Zebedee, they'll, they'll be just fine without me here. Now, at once, immediately, it's time to follow Jesus. Hear me. We Americans at our core are a people that enjoy, ready, convenience. Which means it's kind of easy for us to practice what I'll call a, a tomorrow kind of Christianity. I'll take the kids to Sunday school next week. I'll be more regular in my worship attendance when I have the time when I retire. I'll support the Lord's work more when I finally pay off my mortgage or my brand new Ford F-150 or, or the dream cruise that we took last fall. Well, I'll support the words, Lord's work when I get the pay raise. I'll do devotions tomorrow. I'll read through the Bible in a year next year. 
I'll encourage a young man for pastoral ministry someday. A tomorrow kind of Christianity. Brothers and sisters, lame excuses, every single one of those. Instead of a tomorrow kind of Christianity, how about we do this? We repent today. Go away, Lord. I'm a sinful man. I'm a sinful woman. And in an amazing act of grace, he doesn't go away. You know what he does? He comes near. Where two or three are gathered, there I am in their midst with a gospel word for you today. The net goes out, son, daughter, your sins are forgiven you. All over again today, the Lord doesn't go away from us. Instead, he comes near to us. This morning, the Son of God will be as close to you as the tongues in your mouths as you receive the body and blood of the Lord Jesus given and shed for this, for you and for your salvation. All over today, Today is the best day of all to hear the good news of the gospel of the kingdom, to be gathered up in the net, not for death and destruction, but to be gathered up into the fisherman's net, the good fisherman's net, for us and for our salvation. Immediately is the best time of all to trade in the hook for the book. So that all over again today, each day, You might be a people that are all about this, casting out the net of the gospel. Be bold. Do it. And I have a hunch you will quickly see that the boat here at Faith Sharpsburg is just beginning to fill up. Amen. Please stand.